0: From Relevant Magazine and RelevantMagazine.com, it's The Relevant Podcast.
1: It's the week of August 26, 2011, and this is The Relevant Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Strang, and here with me in our very fragrant Orlando studios is the Mm -hmm. lovely Maya Strang.
2: Hello, everyone.
1: Uh, Josh Lewin-Loveless. Hey, people. On the Skype line from Loverland, Virginia, Jesse Carey. Hello, hello. You might want to
3: add Earthquake Survivor.
4: (laughs) (laughs) We've had an intense few days down
3: here in Loverland. Did you? Did, you, uh,
1: <laughs> did you, you, you? So you felt it because it was DC, right?
3: All right w- yeah. Well, it was. Uh, it was actually uh, just outside of Richmond, which is um, you know not too far from here, about an hour or two, hour and a half, two hours away. Um, I was actually in an elevator. And so I, I I didn't feel it. I guess maybe the, the elevator shaft absorbed it or, you know, you just think it's the shaky elevator. But I get out and people are f- totally freaking out and, like, running out of the building. The
1: uh, I've seen tweets from a lot of West Coast people saying, you know, like, incredulously, like, um, that they're seeing reports of, like, that on the East Coast are shutting down the nuclear reactors and stuff. What? And, th- and they're like, a 5.3 wouldn't even have made a headline in L.A. No. Uh-uh.
3: You know? Well, what, one of my favorite tweets from yesterday from one of some somebody was Irene has a posse. <laughs> I don't know what that means.
2: A posse, the hurricanes and the and the earthquakes together.
3: Really? Like like the hurricanes come in and she brought her earthquake posse with her.
4: Yeah.
0: Gotcha. Wow, that's not your favorite tweet of yesterday, was it? Definitely Cameron? not yeah. I have a higher caliber tweet Oh, standard. oh here we go wow,
3: so Okay, um, l- alright, l- I'll, I'll tell you There's two others that I like that I want to hear your favorite <laughs> tweet Okay. Right, okay. <laughs> because somebody said uh, I saw one like any good super villain uh, Gaddafi unleashed his earthquake machine When finally quartered
1: Okay <laughs> Not that good but yeah, okay. all right, Well,
3: let's hear, let's hear
1: Okay, so my favorite tweet from yesterday was one that I wrote.
3: I knew it. I knew it. I was going to
0: make that joke, but then I felt like, no, that's kind of a mean okay, thing well, to let's say. here
1: Cameron's favorite would be his own? So last night I saw a pl- Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Uh-huh. So I tweeted afterwards. I saw this. Turns out that James Franco really is the cause of and solution to all of man's problems. So, hey, mine's better than your earthquake one. <laughs> yeah. There's this person who sent me seven sequential tweet rants. Correcting me that I that I shouldn't call it the monkey movie. They're, they're apes. That there were no monkeys in the entire movie. Wow. Dude's monkeys, monkeys, have, monkeys have tails and apes do not. Right. It took seven. I know hours. seven, seven successive potato potato. tweets. Oh, it's to just, tell you she that. was building and building in
0: anger. Okay. In frustration that okay. I was being so stupid. Was it was it the kind of person that lives with these monkeys? Like is it someone that's in the woods right now and like breastfeeding
3: them? Well it's it's like someone when when you're watching it like a show in Australia and you're like, dude, check out the alligator and they're like, dude that's a crocodile man. Alligators are different. That's, that's not an Australian accent that's at mean. all, by the way. No, no, not at Austra- Not an angry. Hold on, Australian. wait, Maya. Just, what does an Australian an accent sound wildlife like? Person? Hey,
2: that's not. That's
3: not a. <laughs> I <can't do> it. <laughs> Come on. What do they sound like again? Hey, what mate, are? that ain't no. Yeah. Cro- that ain't no gator. It's a crocodile. Right, that,
2: <laughs> that ain't no crocodile. Yeah. That, or that's not a. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what I'm, what I'm wow. saying is like, dude. Who cares? You know what I'm saying? Still I'm watching a show it, about I'm watching Still a show about it. chimps. I don't care if it's a monkey or an ape. It's a, it's a movie about primates. Exactly, uh,
1: primates. That's what it said. The CGI primates. The the,
2: the monkeys say. Ooh, 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 ooh,
1: ooh, ooh. Right, the angry monkey. She's got that. I, got that I one. know. Our resident. She can do a monkey uh, accent really well.
0: Really well. Our Way better than ooh, ooh, ooh,
1: supervisor. Ooh, ooh. What
0: you actually did sound effects? Was that an movie? Australian monkey? It was. <laughs> what's the black guy in uh in Police Academy? What's, what's his Michael name? Winslow. Michael, Michael Winslow. Michael Winslow. Yeah, she is the resident Michael Winslow. <laughs> yeah, she's, for a relevant podcast. Yeah, she's a foley, a, artist. podcast. They
3: call him in the biz.
1: She's over there. She has a big metal saw. She she's she's a one of those old timey foley artists.
3: Yeah, like and she does Prairie Home Companion. Yeah, she's yeah. like that guy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Okay, we have a great podcast in store for you today. <laughs> uh, forgive us if we... Hold on, well,
0: you didn't even introduce Chad.
1: We, we, and on the got, ones and twos, our last year's producer, Chad Michael Snape. I just got Did in, so it's fine. Hi? Did I miss anything? <laughs> I
2: don't think I said You were hi. first. You're Did always you say, first. But I don't remember saying hi to everyone.
0: Well, that's because you weren't paying attention. You want me to play it back?
2: Yeah. Did we really Hold on, that? hold on.
0: If Maya was going to say hi, what would it sound like? <laughs> Can hey y'all! <laughs> See, you can do that too. Hey That's amazing. Y'all. That's my southern. That's amazing. It's <laughs> all over the charts. <laughs> this <today>. is amazing.
1: <laughs> um, so, forgive us it's in advance if if uh, if this is a meandering and somewhat um, odd podcast. We have an excuse. We have a great excuse. Our studio is still under construction. Two months later, and uh, and they just started applying stain to our our wood wall installations. And this is a small room where they shut the door at night. And the stain was applied two days ago, and we thought it would have been... Uh dissipated by now mm-hmm. it's not it's not at all it's not guys he's, he's only about 40% of the way done yeah. so the next couple of weeks of the podcast <laughs> might be interesting just go
3: back and listen to last week's for the next few weeks yeah yeah, yeah, this, yeah there are a lot of toxic fumes going I'm going to have to carry this thing aren't I yeah. you are once, <laughs> once again I, I give you guys 20 minutes before I just start ranting alone <laughs> <Good>. <laughs>
1: that's fine with me just, we'll just sit here and we'll giggle give you a topic <laughs> yeah in spite of that we, we have plans for a good podcast. Yeah, that's a good way uh, today. to say it. Coming up later, we uh, spotlight artist Zee Avi, who will probably be sitting on a bar stool on the beach when we talk to her. Her new album, Ghostbird, released last week, which, of course, if you listen to the podcast, you knew. She's also uh, featured in the September issue of Relevant, which started shipping this week, so hopefully you'll see it soon. And we also have a game we're going to play with one of our listeners coming up. But first, your entertainment releases. Music coming out on Tuesday, August 30th. Beirut is coming out with The Riptide. They were at
0: Lollapalooza. Good stuff.
1: Uh, Sean Groves with Third World Symphony. Our very own Chaz Russo did the album artwork for that project.
0: Is Third World the appropriate term still? Or I I felt like there was... Some taboo. Developing world. Yeah, developing Do, countries. Sort of, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It <laughs> seems I, I've heard recently. I've, I've used that at, at dinner parties, and I've been. Well, t- don't don't no, tell no, Sean Grows no. that. Okay, I'm just, I'm just.
3: You you have some high minded dinner parties. I'm. Uh, you know, we <laughs> dress up. Where people up. get mad about how politically incorrect it is to use the word third world. Like We're I picture you guys sitting around tuxedos, you know, eating e- drinking cocktails, and uh, with cheese platters and. Did you hear Josh just refer to it as the third world? Yeah. Get your coat, honey We're out of here I
0: know She grabs her mink coat and storms out the front Also coming out, Noel Gallagher <laughs> with Death
1: of You and Me Is that Noel Gallagher of Oasis fame? Yeah, I think that album title is in reference to his brother Liam The death
0: of you and me. Because I
1: read the other day that one of them sued the other one. Oh, that's not
0: good. Yeah. So I don't really. That's going to make an awkward Christmas. They're not on good terms. (laughs) But what Liam wrote all the music for Oasis back in the day, correct? So I don't know what Noel has to sue about. (laughs) (laughs) He's not responsible for anything. The death of you and me.
2: You want to know what British people sound like?
0: Yeah. (laughs) What what would? (laughs) But if Noel Gallagher
1: was reading his album title, it would sound like what?
2: What was the name again? Death Death of of you and me. me. Um, I feel like I remember what Go ahead Go make? ahead Come on This is you're
0: the You're the Michael, so, Michael Winslow the it, Hold on This is, this is, is where was, The artist th- If there a, was a thunder thunderstorm, The death of you and me <laughs> With a cup of tea I can't. Just end it with a question mark You're fine I love how you just Go to phrases Like Australian You start thinking outback That you just said it Like a cup of tea Cup of tea
2: The death of you and me
0: So Noel <laughs> Gallagher so, You want to throw Some shrimp on the barbie With that British accent
2: <laughs> Bobby, <laughs> I can't. This is your. If there's a, if
0: there's
1: a rumbling thunderstorm, locker. thunderstorm I'm outside, be... it would sound like what? <laughs> oh.
3: <laughs> it, th- that's a terrifying sounding thunderstorm
1: virginians oh, would freak out if there uh, was yeah, a thunderstorm we yeah, they'd t- be running out, out of the building
0: if uh
2: i think it's so true i'm not kidding
0: either. i'll be honest with you my i feel like you were a little bit better a couple months ago i don't know what's happened over the summer <laughs> well, but it's, i feel like you the stopped pra- you stopped practicing yeah, the yeah. fumes are clearly <laughs> taking effect <laughs> Oh
1: man, I'm feeling giggly for real. I'm having a wonderful time. <laughs> Movie's coming out on Friday, September second. Apollo 18. <laughs> what? Yeah,
3: I don't think it oh, was. It's, one. it's like the was there a the, the haunted? It's the,
1: it's the haunted one where the right. the Russians got up there first, and we, you know, it's the the fake. Mo- it's kind of like Transformers three. That right, that's yeah. the premise. Oh okay. Where the where the Apollo astronauts discover dark secrets on the moon.
0: Numbers can be confusing after the title of something in film because you there's a part of you, if you're uneducated, you assume that there's been 17 other versions of a movie called Apollo. Well,
1: Apollo 13, the Tom Hanks movie, this is right. five movies ago. Right. <laughs> so I'm trying to
0: figure out. It all must have gone straight to DVD because I haven't Didn't heard of it. Yeah. Well, I was going
3: to say, either way, I mean, obviously, it's a wildly successful series. So <laughs> right, apparently, right. a wildly
0: successful franchise.
3: Yeah. They made 18 of them. Yeah. And
1: in this episode, Rocky... Uh, merges his storylines with uh with the Apollo because well, Apollo Creed's dead so Right right right, right. right.
0: somebody's going to be there
1: Shark uh, Char- also coming out Shark Knight 3D
0: Shark Knight Have you seen that trailer? Seen that that trailer's everywhere It's awesome. Well, well when,
3: when I was in <laughs> when terrific. I was seeing Planet of the Apes they showed the the trailer for it and the guy you know the voiceover's like Shark Knight 3D also played in 2D <laughs> well, that's disappointing. But I think I think the title of the movie is Shark Night 3D, so it even is. if you're seeing it in 2D, you're still seeing Shark Night 3D. Right. Yeah,
0: it's blurry. You just don't get the glasses. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what's 2D. Uh,
1: okay, that'll do it for your entertainment releases. Stay tuned. Up next, Slices. Listening to Florence and the Machine, What the Water Gave Me.
0: What do you think of that, Chad? I am a big fan. I mean, I'm a huge Florence and the Machine fan. Here's what I think I think that I didn't know the machine could sing so well. Really? Mm-hmm.
5: Machine's like, like, got a killer voice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Maya,
1: what does the machine sound like when it sings again?
2: I am a robot.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> do, 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 do.
0: <laughs> if, if everyone could see the hand motions <laughs> that we just saw, from the resident Winslow, it, it would make you happy, as happy as I Maya. Robot necklace as on. happy as Maya is wow. in this chamber, I will never think of
5: Florence and the Machine in the same way <laughs> I <no>. ever again. <laughs> ever,
3: Maya. I'll be honest; you've ruined Florence.
1: At the beginning of the podcast, you heard "Strange Talk" with the
0: song "Climbing Walls." Um, I think the audience would agree that that's what they heard at the beginning of the podcast <laughs> from us. "Strange Talk," "Strange, Strange Talk," yeah. and we are literally frankly, we're climbing, climbing the, walls.
1: the walls here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, both songs are playing right now on Relevant FM. Tune in. Okay, it's time for slices. What do you have, Jesse?
3: All right, well, so, some hackers. Um, were able to hack into one of those roadside uh, signs, like the emergency mm-hmm. signs, in Flagstaff, Arizona. So drivers driving down Highway 180 were warned of rogue panda on rampage. <laughs> 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 Which I was, I was thinking about, I was thinking about this slice. The hackers put the optimal message because it's hilarious, but also it's something that if you're driving by, it's not completely implausible.
1: Yeah, you wouldn't actually think, oh, hackers did that. you think, that is a legitimate road sign, and if that was happening, this is how they'd warn me.
3: Yeah. Exactly. If there was a rogue panda on a rampage, this is how I would know about it.
0: I would love to know how much time it took them to come up with what they wanted to say. I mean, think about it. If you're going to hack into something that's going to be this significant, like shot, you want yeah. it. I mean, there's got to be stuff on the cutting room floor mm-hmm. from that creative team brainstorm meeting that's, uh, that's priceless as well.
3: Well, the, a couple a couple months back, some hackers hacked into one, and it was a big one. And it said, uh, "Drivers use coughs, caution. Zombie invasion ahead." Nice. <laughs> Which is funny, but they know it's a joke. Rogue panda on rampage.
2: <laughs>
1: that could be for real. Oh right? yeah, the, the 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 local zoo. It got out. And they need to alert the locals, Mm -hmm. the rogue pandas. Because
3: if a panda escapes, (laughs) it's rogue. By definition, I think that's rogue.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I agree. And
3: if it bites one person and and then it caused some destruction, I think it's technically on a rampage. So like I said, this is not implausible.
1: Yeah, agreed. Agreed. That is genius. More people
2: should do that. I agree. More often. What do you have, Maya? Um, So I don't know if it's right now or if it's just something that will always be here, always has been here, but... Jesus. Uh, Jesus, yes. Extreme couponing um, is kind of big right now. There's, you know, TV shows now on how to, you know, be the best person and where, where you can find all of the great coupons. Well, apparently, uh, somebody in Lowell, Arkansas, um, a 34 year old woman. What dis- does she sound like? Um, I don't know. They're pro- probably my southern accent.
0: Now she's going to refer to all yeah. her previous work. She's like, I'm not going <laughs> to tell you about it. She, she's I'm retired. Just, from- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please see uh, 17 minutes and 23 seconds into this podcast.
2: Um, she describes herself as an extreme couponer, and I didn't know that it was against the law to do that.
1: It's not? I mean, it is?
2: Well, uh, well see, this is what happened. The Their numbers weren't adding up on the newspapers sold as to how much money they had. It, were getting for them. Um, so they, <laughs> apparently there's nothing else to do in uh, low, low Arkansas because they set up a one man undercover sting at this grocery store to find out who was stealing all these newspapers. Oh my
1: gosh. People and were, wait, stealing newspapers.
2: See, th- what, what happened is that when the Sunday newspapers, which has the most coupons and weren't sold, they would bundle them up and put them on top of the trash can, which apparently was not Trash was put there for the newspaper people people to come back and take take them and destroy. Mm -hmm. But she saw them as, you know, they're trash. Like, if it's in the trash, you know, people can rummage through your trash if you put it out on
3: the side of the street. Right.
1: So she she would wait until midnight on Sunday when they put it out. She'd go pick up and take all right. the newspapers.
3: That seems reasonable.
1: But right. I mean but I mean did she do it citywide? because I mean that's like
2: No what, just at this one store. 20
1: newspapers. So like they literally could tell that there's 20 extra coupons being she circulated. She took
2: 185 papers approximately
1: and used all the coupons.
2: Apparently. She said well, I don't know if she That's still expensive.
1: That's a lot of things you have to buy. Yeah. I mean, I just—I mean, I, if it's like my whole at, thing
2: is that they're on the trash can. So if they had a problem with it, why can't they just have the people that pick them up to destroy them put it somewhere else so that it's not technically trash? But she—they they did say that she had a, like a lookout guy, so she did, She knew she was being sneaky. Right. But she was arrested.
1: Well, good. She's stealing couponing. property that's not her. She wasn't. She wasn't arrested for couponing. couponing. She was
2: arrested for, for stealing, stealing the, the 180 trash. newspapers. Right. Trash that was on the trash can. Yep.
0: Bin. She was arrested for stealing trash. If That's I was a I lawyer, I
2: would be on her side.
0: Because they're going to destroy it.
2: I say, I do declare.
0: <laughs> Is that what you'd say, Arkansas lawyer? <laughs> oh, people. All right. Uh, in Oklahoma, uh, there's a 20... 20- Your hometown. My hometown uh, for the uh, the number one uh, preseason college football team in Is America. It, it won't Oklahoma be at the Sooners. end of
2: the year. Yeah, it's fun to see them fall.
0: We'll see how it goes. <laughs> uh, the 21-year-old kid uh, or a young adult, as some might say, Was found in a Christian school playground dressed as a ninja and armed with a samurai sword uh, (laughs) recently. Uh, last week, actually. And he's charged with possession of a weapon on school property. Investigators found this guy whose name is Stifler, which is amazing. That, wow. that is actually Investigators amazing. found Sti- uh, Stifler. He was dressed in full ninja attire and was in a crane pose <laughs> when they pulled up to the campus at 730 in the morning. <laughs> Stifler, they just, throughout the article, it just keeps saying Stifler. Stifler was outside. What's his last name? Was uh, oh, no. he training on yeah. the playground? Stifler was outside where he was Performing martial arts techniques on the school's (laughs) playground, according to investigators... Uh, only a few students were there. They put the entire school on lockdown mm-hmm. and buses were diverted until <laughs> the a twenty one a year old on the,
3: is <laughs> <in> <laughs> <a bus> ninja <laughs> on rampage. <Right. laughs> the real
2: side.
0: Do you guys know what the uh the crane pose oh, yeah. is? Yeah, yeah. I'm just picturing the, the karate course. is it the, the karate, karate kid, kid, kid yeah. thing? Yeah. 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 That
3: thing. I don't know how you do that with a sword. I know person.
0: that's what I'm trying to picture. I think you hold it over your head. Do you? Yeah. In your so teeth? Like both hands on it. Okay. In the
3: chopping position. Yeah.
0: Okay. But if he's just in this still pose mm-hmm. do you arrest him mm-hmm. of course
3: I guess. I guess if he didn't have. I guess just because he has a sword. Was there was there any explanation as to why there was a ninja at the school? Why he chose No, that but that's location? why they put
0: everybody on lockdown. And if you think about it, a ninja that's going to harm you, you'll never see coming, right? Yeah, right? I was going to say they don't. They don't. They're not on the playground yeah, at seven thirty yeah. as all the soccer moms are unloading their kids <laughs> at the Christian school. Right. Like this is a different kind of ninja. This is a ninja that's out in the open. He's just practicing. It's like here in Orlando. We've or got, maybe he's the decoy ninja. There was actually an ambush. He, could be. From the other he way. could be. He could be.
3: Maybe someone stole a bunch of papers and we never saw it because the ninja decoy was doing his <laughs> job.
0: In in Central Florida, there are alligators, not crocodiles. Alligators in every lake here, yeah. but we except one. It, we we jet ski, we boat, we swim. You know, if we see one, we pet them. We yeah, we just kind of move on by. I think this ninja. People in Virginia wouldn't do that. In a crane pose. Oh no, the
3: whole it would be national news. <laughs> on the playground of the
0: Christian school is like the alligator, the eight-foot alligator you see in the lake. You just keep on going. You let it do its thing. Okay, so you're pulling up to
1: your Christian school mm-hmm. and you're dropping off your kids, yes. and there's a ninja with a
0: sword right there. <laughs> you're just like, See you later, Sally. You know what my hunch is? My hunch is that guy plays the trombone in the Christian high school marching band. All right. No,
3: my my hunch is, I, yeah, I would probably just say, you know what? If, if that ninja wanted to harm me, I'd already be dead by now. Of course, I would. I would <laughs> the be alligator thinking,
0: theory. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would be thinking, you know what? This guy uh, has had to move on from Harry Potter and is now dressing up as he's something else. Lost. So now he's moved on to ninja stuff. He's testing out different
4: mm-hmm. things. Yeah, interesting.
0: So. All right, well, on that note, that'll wrap up
1: Slices. Make you think about the important things in life.
4: That's (laughs) right.
1: listening to Katie Herzig. The song is Free My Mind. It's playing right now on Relevant FM. It's it's her brand new single that's available on Noise Trade. So you should check it out and support Good Art. Ziv is a Malaysian singer-songwriter, guitarist, and ukulele player. Uh, she was discovered on YouTube in 2007 and has since released two albums. Her new one, Ghostbird, released this past week. You can find out more about her at ziv.com. Her very own Elise Gilligan recently spoke to her. Here is Zavi.
6: Okay, so you were discovered on YouTube by The Rock and Shurs and became this internet sensation before you were signed to Brushfire Records. Uh, what was that like, just stumbling into overnight success like that?
7: Um, it was pretty surreal, I would say, and I say that all the time because it still feels kind of dreamy. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I mean, I prayed hard for my calling and, you know, I am just glad to be on this, you know, I would say I'm lucky I would say I'm blessed um, to have my passion as my career and you know like because it was kind of at that age where you're like okay I can do this I can do that but what am I really going to do <laughs> you know but music has always been in my family it's always been in in my blood, but you know, I didn't come from a musical family or anything, but I come from a family of appreciators of that, and that's really huh. important. What is this all about? Settle down, please don't yell or shout. The
6: landlord he lives downstairs will get evicted, please don't be too loud. Besides music, uh, what do you go to to bring you peace and solace?
7: Oh, I, you know, I really, everyone who knows me knows that I really need some, you know, I always, always need Z time, you know, it's just some quiet time for myself, time to process and time to just be still and calm in my mind because, you know, most of the time it's like a spider graph in my mind and, you know, and, and, and. I mean, that's how most of my songs have burst from, you know, just thinking about things in retrospect and just kind of, you know, um, weighing things the way they are and just sort of like understanding where my stance are on things. So, you know, I try to, I guess, you know, meditate in my own way, but my way is to write everything down and to just sort of listen to, you know, the many, many voices that are in my head about, you know, like, rules that people play in my life or you know, how, you know, just to see where I've grown and where I am and where I will be. Spent many sleepless nights Don't care if the bed bugs bite A hundred fancy
6: couches But my pillow was the thought And you spent such a long time preparing for this album, but then you record it in entirety in just two weeks, Um, which makes me wonder, when do you get that gut feeling where you're in the recording process and you just step back and say, that's it, it's ready?
7: Uh, As soon as I, well, actually, um, more than half of the songs in the record were written in the span of, uh, like, uh, maybe about two weeks to, yeah, two weeks actually so you know i got kind of familiar with florida for about you know a couple of weeks and then finally you know had like a familiarity and a settled mind to actually you know sort of like process things and you know let you know these stories come out um so when i went into the studio it was a pretty easy process you know with mario caldado jr who you know produced it and he you know he just sort of enhanced what was already there without you know kind of shining it too much or without, you know over it too much or anything like that so that's when you know it's the best when it's just fresh out of the oven and everything just flows smoothly and you know you just kind of get an instinct when it feels right is the day that is yet to come My uh, Brother says his prayer is like it's having fun Both the essence of real and full For release is a piece we already know Why we're out a beautiful thing When you don't even know what time you're in
6: Vast knowledge comes with a price, A prize that you have to pay for twice What do you think are the common themes you seem to come back to in your songs?
7: Well, you know, I think with songwriters, you know, just songwriting your poem or, you know, art in general, like, it's heartbreaks and, you know, falling in love, they're always the easy thematic to write about because, you know, they're what we're all experiencing and they're what we're all thriving for and they're what we all seek and, you know. Most of my songs You know The thematic of it is You know Like yes You know We all have obstacles But you know You just gotta get yourself Back up And you know Just sort of like Seeing it Like you know I I, I always say That I'm a free spirit With anxiety issues <laughs> 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 And uh, you know So this is how I dealt with things And this is basically You know I'm inviting people And I'm sharing my stories And sort of inviting people Of how I view things And you know um How you know, the second record shows a lot of, you know, growth in terms of my perception on things and, you know, just sort of, kind of, you know, carrying it all in a different way, in a different basket, in a different light. I hope that, you know, some of, you know, my songs maybe would just be like a sort of catalyst to just push people to, you know, not be afraid. If you you are a ball of sunshine, be a ball of sunshine. You do not need to conform to, you know, people who are jaded about things
1: <laughs> that was ZIV for more check out ZIV.com or the September issue of Relevant Magazine You're listening to Active Child. You're very, you're very hyper. <laughs> Keep it down, please. Um, the uh, The song is Playing House, uh, featuring the band How to Dress Well. Actually, I literally just downloaded this song on Spotify. Did you really? Literally. Literally. And 45 minutes ago. It's so good. Yeah, it's really I'm good. I'm a big fan
0: of Active Child. How did you discover this song?
1: Um, I'll chat it. Actually,
4: this is the truth.
1: Cohen told you about him. A yeah. Facebook ad. On the right-hand side, it said, if you like M83 and uh, how, uh, The Naked and Famous, which are obviously in my likes, you should check out Active Child. Huh. Uh, no, it said M83, The Naked and Famous, and How to Dress Well. You know, you like Active Child. And so I was like, Active Child, cool. And so I just I had Spotify open, so I popped open, put in there, saw this song, downloaded it. Nice. So Facebook ads work. Good. Their new album comes out, it came out this Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's available it's on new. Spotify. Uh, well, it's time for a game that Jesse has uh, created, and we actually have uh, one of our listeners uh, that's going to play with us. So, Jesse, why don't you tell us about the game? Take it away.
3: So, so today's game, um, you know. As you, as all the listeners know, we're coming into the new fall TV season, so it's time to get your TiVos ready and and start recording all these very intriguing new shows that are coming out. So uh, the game today is: I'm going to read a title of a show and a description, and the real ones come from the descriptions that are on the Entertainment Weekly uh, website. Now the problem is uh, for for the contestants: not all of these are real shows um and all of them are ridiculous even the real ones so i'm gonna read the title of a show and the description and you have to tell me if it's an actual show that's premiering this fall or if it's a show from the twisted mind of jesse and chad
1: okay cool so the contestants for this game will be you guys want to rock paper scissors it josh or maya maya's on a roll today
2: fine all right it's
1: gonna be maya playing one of our listeners jeremy edmonds welcome to the podcast jeremy
8: Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Slow clap. So, Slow uh, clap. You're going Go down, Jeremy. So where are you from? I am calling from Bristol, Connecticut, uh, popular for pretty much nothing but ESPN.
3: I <laughs> Did, just do, do you know think... anyone that works at ESPN? Uh, not currently, but I have a friend that used to work there. Have you ever spotted any of the personalities around town?
8: Um, yes and no. Not close enough to confirm if I really was seeing who I thought I was seeing. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you, see, when I see someone famous, or I think they're famous, what I do is I yell their name and then turn my head very quickly. <laughs> and then I, I glance over to see if they turned around. You didn't do that? That wouldn't work here because
8: there's not enough people
3: around. You'd stick out too much. Mm.
1: See, so what I do is what Kramer did when he spotted Joe DiMaggio in a coffee shop.
0: What's that? Yep, yeah.
1: yep. Yeah. And he and then (laughs) and he started slapping the table to see if Joe DiMaggio would look and he didn't. And then they're like unbroken focus. That is Joe Dimasio. Mm. Well, see, I do. like
4: if
3: if it was like Chris Berman, I think I saw I'd be like, back, 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 back. And then I would look down. I'd be like, dude, did he look over? Is it Chris Berman?
0: I don't think Berman's called a baseball game in quite some time. I spotted I spotted Lee Corso. He 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 lives here and I was eating
1: lunch over in Winter Park, you know? Mm-hmm. And what, he, did he have
3: a mascot head on? No,
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, he, no he so I'm standing on the phone. Fo- I'm on the phone, so I'm standing outside the restaurant and I'm on the sidewalk, and he walks by me me carrying a box of meat <laughs> okay. Lee, Lee Corso just walking down the street carrying a box of meat yeah it was probably Chris Fowler in a box and so I uh I went back inside I'm like I think I just saw Lee Corso carrying a box of meat yeah and, and he, he th- said he
3: said back off it's dead gator <laughs> and started laughing
1: <laughs> maniacally and then uh so then after lunch we walked over to the Starbucks and Lee Corso's in there and uh so yeah I'm 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 stalking him at this point were you there Maya no I but I. You've seen the pictures. Yeah. So I, I'm pictures. standing in line. I'm standing in line <laughs> yeah. doing the sideways, like I'm not looking at him. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hitting the table. <laughs> no. Yep. But I'm taking pictures of him. Here's he. and so I'm I'm within earshot. And I'm fully convinced of this. Lee Corso was sitting there by himself, but when we got there, he was sitting at a table talking to a young couple, just talking college football, mm-hmm. talking their ear off about college football. And you know he was there by himself and like maybe the guy said to him like hey Lee Corso da, 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 you know whatever and he sat yeah, do down like on Saturday yeah he sat down and was like you know just joining them like they were old pals <laughs> the
3: only thing better is if, if in the middle of the conversation he he stopped and started eating a raw meat yeah. and it just turns <laughs> out Lee Corso's insane
0: <laughs> <laughs> no he's fully insane but I was like that was my big sports celebrity sighting you know on the line from Bristol Connecticut we have uh, Jeremy Edmonds oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. sorry well,
1: Jeremy well I can't believe you live in Bristol and you haven't had
8: a, at least a Lee Corso I th- sighting I would think
2: they'd all like just walk around and you'd be friends with them it's
8: it's they t- they do it pretty secretively i mean the whole place is pretty locked down like you can't even take tours of that place i called asking if there was a department and i could talk to you about that they said we well, have no departments you have to know somebody
1: but
3: the wow. but the it's manning's like, got a tour it's one of their commercials <laughs> <laughs> seen
8: it. right because if it's on tv it's real yeah mm-hmm. there we go yeah.
3: I I know LeBron James works there. So, <laughs> right.
1: I've seen it. He's in the copier room. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah.
1: <laughs> what a magical land.
3: It is magical.
1: <laughs> okay, so Jesse, before we start the game, uh, let me ask what are we playing for?
3: Yeah, you sh- in honor of your story, you should s- you should send the winner a box of meat. <laughs> <laughs> Omaha s- steaks signed by Lee yeah, Corso. Yeah, some Omaha steaks for if Jeremy wins, he can carry it around the streets of Bristol hoping to run into come Lee, across Corso. Lee Corso. Yeah.
1: There you Le- go. Lee Corso and so we'll just like find him like hey you got a box of meat there um, I like meat um, okay so let's get <laughs> let's get going with the game take it away Jesse alright
3: all right. so um, all right, who's playing against Jeremy is it Maya it's yes. Maya yeah. okay alright Maya I'm gonna you're gonna you're gonna uh, be uh, you're gonna start us off here all right, I'm gonna read the title and description of the show and you have to tell me if this is an actual show or if it's something we made up all right, the show title is called The 2-2. The premise is six NYPD rookies, including a former Marine, a former reporter, and a disgraced basketball star patrol the gritty streets of upper Manhattan.
2: You guys made that up.
3: Yeah. That is an actual show. No.
2: <laughs> really?
3: Yeah, I was gonna say all, all of these shows, whether we have made them up or not, are are, are so ridiculously cliched, um, and a lot of them have a strange supernatural twist. Mm. as well. <laughs> well, Maya's into all the sci-fi stuff, right? Yeah,
0: right. Yeah,
4: so
3: right. you should be able to pick and up cop shows. One. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, well, look forward to the two two coming to you this fall. What was on mm. the CW. Uh, I don't have the network in front of me, but it sounds like a CW show. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now for Jeremy. Oh All right, Jeremy. This show is called Work It.
4: <laughs>
3: the show title is Work It. And here's the premise Two unemployed car salesmen decide that in order to succeed, they must masquerade as women to get the competitive jobs as pharmaceutical reps.
8: <laughs> That's got to be fake.
3: <laughs> Work It is real.
4: <laughs>
8: ah, <what? laughs>
3: wow. Nice.
4: I'm sure you'll be watching it. So
8: we're
3: 0 for 2, you guys. That
8: brings used car salesmen to a whole new low.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, Maya. This show is called The Ghost and Sergeant Buchanan. And the the premise is a jaded Brooklyn cop played by James Vanderbeek teams up with the ghost of his former partner who was murdered in a drug sting three years ago to bring down the Russian drug cartel. Who happens to be led by his ex-wife?
2: Oh, well, uh, James Vanderby does not get roles anymore, so I'm going to say this is fake.
3: Ooh, the ghost and Sergeant Buchanan is in fact fake. Yay, uh, there see? it is.
1: So, so but the only, have one so point. the most outlandish like, thing about his fake show was the casting of right. James Vanderbeek. Right,
3: that's what, that's how I Every, knew. You everything. didn't think the ghost, the, no. the Russian drug cartel, and his ex-wife? No, no. that didn't give it away. It was no. James Vanderby. It's James, James Vanderbeek. Van yeah, it was for me too. All right, Jeremy. This show is called Ringer. Ringer. <laughs> Ringer, Ringer. That's right. Sarah Michelle Geller returns to the CW as a troubled, recovering alcoholic on the run from some shady characters. When she hides out by assuming the identity of her wealthy twin sister, she discovers one problem her sibling has a bounty on her head as well. <laughs>
8: Only because it sounds too much like a poor role she would choose, I'm going to say that's true.
3: That is true. Well (laughs) Well done. Well well played. played. All right, so it's one-to-one, Maya. That's right. All right, this show is called Pepper Jordan. Pepper Jordan. Hmm. Jennifer Love Hewitt returns to prime time in this ABC drama where she plays a former fashion magazine editor who leaves her glamorous lifestyle to teach English at an inner-city high school.
2: That sounds I'm real. I'm going to say, yeah, it's real. That is fake. Oh. <laughs> Good job, guys. I Mine is like,
1: mine's like, I'd watch that. Pepper <laughs> like Jordan,
3: I can't remember that.
1: Ugly Betty, but with better values. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was
3: real. <laughs> kind of a dangerous mind, Ugly Betty with Jennifer Love Hewitt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. All right, all right, Jeremy. This show is called Alcatraz. A cop and a team of FBI agents track down a group of Alcatraz prisoners and and guards who reappear in present day after disappearing 30 years earlier. And it, it, this one, side note, is starring the guy who played Hurley from Lost.
8: Huh. This, uh, that sounds like something that people from Prison Break would make, but that sounds a little too like they've already done that before. Uh... I don't know, 24 and Prison Break and that kind of stuff that's really popular. I think they give it a shot. I'm going to say, I'm going to say true.
3: It is true.
8: Mm. And nice.
3: it actually stars Hurley from Lost.
2: Yeah, I would watch that.
3: It really does star, star Hurley from Lost? I mean, is- they don't credit him as Hurley from Lost. He's <laughs> his real name, but yes. <laughs> 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 Although oh, yeah. they should just credit him that. Sure All right, Maya. Awesome. Um, All right, I'm This down. show is called The Sculptor. The Sculptor. A gifted sculptor who has been blind since birth has the unexplainable ability to craft recreations of murder scenes. He teams with a sultry and mysterious forensic detective to solve crimes and possibly find love.
1: Oh my gosh.
2: That is so true.
1: Is it? You're going with true.
2: I'm going with true.
3: That is totally made up. <laughs> <Come> on,
2: <guys. laughs> I would see all your corny shows. <laughs>
3: This is not good. All right, all right, Jeremy. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. A, a sculptor who's blind from birth. <laughs> like what yeah. would he sculpt? He can feel it with
2: his hands. <laughs> or not.
3: I mean, he sculpts murder scenes.
4: <laughs> he feels the murder scenes before.
3: <laughs> but yeah. uh, All right, Jeremy. <laughs> it
4: uh, I'd, I'd watch it. <laughs> <I've watched him. laughs>
0: if they bring him out and they're like okay listen we know you can't see I think anything. Maya's still mad that
3: Pepper Jordan isn't real <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know you can't see anything but here's a bunch of Play-Doh it
3: was, it'd be
2: like a <laughs> sensor like bats where he would like feel what it happened? as he runs his hands across yeah, I through the said, blood that would be a he runs pretty, his hand over the a pretty
0: blood. trippy shell touch the murder weapon
2: Right now, they just exclude his fingerprints. Listen,
0: this is what watching all those shows does to you. You have this (laughs)
1: warped sense of what's normal. (laughs) The psych and medium and all that
0: stuff. I
2: don't watch a medium. That's too weird.
0: Oh, oh, that's too weird. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Okay. I don't do weird stuff. But if you can find me a blind man who can recreate a murder (laughs) by touching a murder weapon, he he feels that I'm I'm all in.
3: Uh, (laughs) Jeremy, uh, is is this real? Ghost Dad, the series. In a recreation oh. of the 1990 film classic, oh, Wayne classic. Brady stars as a deceased father who has some unfinished business, raising three teenage daughters. Nice <laughs> emphasis.
0: Oh, <laughs> daughters? As if, like, could... that's not even plausible.
8: Three <laughs> does Wayne Brady even exist anymore in, like, in a TV setting? Well,
3: yeah. the, I, well, maybe this is his comeback role.
8: Well, he does do a good Cosby impression. I, I don't know, that sounds... Uh, I'll say true.
3: It's fake. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne Brady doesn't uh, get a roll. Does anyone have a score here? Uh, it's two I'm, to one, isn't it? Two to one, yeah. I'm down. Jeremy's
1: up two to one. Yeah, that's right. All
3: right. Well, we'll do. Um...
1: According to my calculator.
3: Here. All right. Your angry bird
1: cal- calculator? My adding machine. Yeah. It's 6,900 to. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Alright, all right. this can be the final round Alright, Maya This show is called How to Be a Gentleman uh-huh. Okay The comedy follows an effeminate magazine editor <laughs> Who needs to toughen up his image Or lose his job He enlists a crude high school nemesis For the job What? What? <laughs> It's called How to Be a Gentleman. Wait, it's, wait.
2: No, it is true. It's true because it's,
1: it's true. Johnny Drama from Entourage. Right. right.
0: It is. It is correct, correct. It's like a C- wait, CBS Wait, show. you. Listen, go back to Angry Birds. You can't help her. No, she said it's true no, it before true. I Before I, I, I said anything. I've, I've seen, seen the commercial. Yeah, the it's, had, it's on CBS. It's on CBS. I feel like he helped her out a we'll, little bit. We'll review it. Okay. All right, for next week. So yeah. so
3: now is it tied? It's 2-2. All, right, all right, Jeremy, you can take this home for the win.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. No pressure,
0: Jeremy.
3: The box
1: of meat is
8: yours, signed <laughs> yeah, by Lee the Corso. The box of meat
3: for you to stroll around the streets of Bristol with and hopes of meeting Lee Corso <laughs> is nearly in your grasp. <laughs> I,
8: if you send me a box of meat, it, I'll, I'll I'll try to call and ask if he's going to be in there, and then go that day.
3: Okay. That box of meat is basically Lee Corso bait. They're gonna be like.
8: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll, I'll mail it to ESPN. Attention Lee Corso, and see if it goes.
3: to Disney. He will be arrested. Yeah. You <laughs> may have you may have the FBI come to your house. You they
0: love that. it
8: when you
1: mail them stuff. Lee Corso. Yeah, they love
3: it when you mail them meat. Yeah.
1: Lee Corso is a national icon. He is protected by the Secret Service, Jesse. He yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's
3: a national treasure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, for the win, for for the box of meat, (laughs) is this show real or made up? (laughs) The show is called The 100 Lives of Black Jack Savage. A time traveling 17th century pirate, Black Jack Savage, teams up with a Wall Street con artist on the run from his own demons. That's fake. You are correct, sir. That is- oh! Yes.
0: Oh, nicely done.
3: Boom. I knew that was.
4: Wow. Quick. Yeah.
0: I get
3: meat.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, Jeremy. Thanks for joining us. Um, uh, congratulations on your epic win. I don't
2: congratulate
1: uh, you. Of Ooh. Me. Ooh. Wow. She's bitter.
3: Ooh. I am
2: bitter.
1: Why are you? Why are you bad at him? He won fair and square. You should should be be mad mad at yourself. Or yourself.
3: Why are you mad at me? I came up with brilliant show ideas.
2: You tricked me. It's like you knew what I would want to see, and therefore you made it. (laughs) I knew you're a sucker
3: for the show Pepper Jordan. (laughs) Right.
4: It and, sounds so and real. The sculptor. It sounds so real. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect names for TV shows. <laughs> I, when I
3: came up with Pepper Jordan, I laughed for a while just on the name. Even before I thought of the premise, I just thought, that sounds so ridiculous and awesome.
1: Uh, from the makers of Ugly Betty. I mean, it. Yeah. It, it totally fits. Mm-hmm. All right, that'll do it for our TV quiz game. Thanks and congratulations to Jeremy. We will be sending you that meat.
8: Sounds good, guys. Thanks for making my week an exciting one.
4: Okay. All right. right. See
8: ya. ya. ya.
1: Bye. (laughs) Stay tuned. Up next, feedback. You're listening to Dark Captain. Wow. The song is Submarines. Okay, it's time for your feedback. Last week, we asked you to tell us what you did this summer. Real specific. Sounds like a movie. Uh, You went over to relevantmagazine.com and uh, clicked on the podcast episode page and posted your replies there. Here's a few of our favorites,
0: and we have a listener calling in to tell us his story. Brandon Telg says, uh, as for stories this summer, I worked as an intern at Cirque du Soleil La Nuba. You like that? It's pretty mm-hmm. good. Uh, before one of the shows Was a few weeks French? ago. <laughs> yeah, that's my French. Uh, I'm, I'm walking through the lobby, closing curtains. As I pass by the men's restroom, an elderly Asian woman stops me. Why does she have to be Asian? Uh, and asks if I can see if her husband is still on the toilet or if he had gone into the theater. Of course, I offer my assistance. I ask his name. It was Wang, of course. (laughs) So I was at that point. (laughs) So I was at that point forced to walk into the restroom. (laughs) And say? (laughs) And ask all of the men taking care of their business if there was a Wang (laughs) in the men's restroom. (laughs) Turns out there wasn't a Wang in the men's restroom.
4: (laughs) That was awesome. I I
0: didn't. Ooh. I didn't see that uh, going that way. <laughs> oh. that, that caught
4: me did, off guard. did, did <laughs> pre-read that one, huh? Yeah. Wow.
0: Well.
1: Oh, uh. man. This is, this is a little... Well, I have, there's a short one. Then uh, Sarah G says this summer she worked at a Boys and Girls Club branch, and on her birthday, a kid puked on her foot. Hmm. That's her summer.
3: That, that sums up her summer. That's it right there. <laughs> That's
1: it. Uh, the Littlest Groomman said, uh, being the littlest groomsman in a wedding can be rough. While us groomsmen were decorating the getaway vehicle, the bigger and taller groomsmen decided to use me as a decoration. They saran-wrapped me to the front seat and then filled the vehicle with floss, silly string balloons, and stickers with cartoon male anatomy on them and other miscellaneous items fit for newlyweds. They got window markers and wrote baseball analogies all around the vehicle. I probably hit it. Think, Get like a home, that. home yeah. run. Yeah. yeah,
0: Score. Score. Score.
1: Yeah. Uh, it was one about uh, one was about sliding into home plate head first or something I really didn't understand that one um, <laughs> <laughs> so they, they covered my face with the, with the male anatomy stickers and left me in the vehicle for an hour and a half before the bride and groom were ready to leave. He, so he totally missed the reception. This is terrible. Luckily, terrible. my feet reached the pedals and my hands were tied to the steering wheel, so I was able to drive over and pick <laughs> them up. It took me a while. It took a while for the groom to cut through everything and rescue me. My hero. The bride didn't think the whole situation was as funny as the other groomsmen did. Mm-mm. Sincerely, how the little? Groomsmen. How little is he? Well, his feet can reach the pedals. So.
3: Yeah, he must have just been small, small get... enough that every other guy could overpower him. Uh, okay,
1: so uh, we have a listener who wants to Skype in and tell us his summer story. His name is Jordan Holland. Welcome to the podcast. So let me ask real quick, Jordan, before you get going, where are you from?
5: Uh, I'm from Coeur d'Alene, Idaho.
1: Idaho. Mm. Uh, second, yeah. second question, why are you slightly out of breath right now?
5: <laughs> uh, I, I just dropped my son off. Um, at childcare, at yeah, where I where did, I work, did so. you carry him on your shoulders there? <laughs> I did. I don't believe in cars, so <laughs> I ran the whole way. So at your
0: office, they provide childcare.
5: Yeah, I work for um, the Salvation Army. Uh, for um, it's a, a community center called the Croc Center. Um, and they built uh, Joan Croc, who her family um, founded McDonald's. They donated like two billion dollars to the Salvation Army. And then, um to build these centers all over the u s and I work at the one in the Coeur lane, hmm.
8: that's cool. awesome, so
1: yeah, um okay, so you know our feedback uh, question was, tell us what you did this summer. It was very, very specific, uh, and you had a story <laughs> you wanted to share
5: yeah well i uh my job at the Croc Center is i'm the the um video guy, m- multimedia kind of guy, so uh. And what I do freelance also on the side is is uh, documentary projects and uh, music videos and whatever I can. so um, I got hired to do a, uh, a documentary about ice climbing in um, Alaska on the geno ice field um, and it was all about ice climbing and then the how much the glaciers are receding and how quickly they're disappearing and everything so so i I was uh. Went up to Alaska in July to film this documentary. And um, I the whole time we're filming, we're going out on the – we have to kayak out to Mendenhall Glacier, which is the, the closest one to Juneau. And then, um, and then when we got out there, we would ice climb all over it and film and, and do a lot. It was, it was an amazing trip, an awesome experience. But the whole time they kept saying – you know what we're doing is really dangerous like you we i mean you we need to take this very seriously because it's dangerous but i kind of assumed i naively assumed it was kind of like um an amusement park ride danger you know like right. yeah people have died on it but the chances are really low <laughs> and, you know, it's not it's not life or death and i mean we were it's, doing it's not the gravitron yeah <laughs> exactly yeah so i was so i one of the days we were out there, we camped on on Mendenhall Glacier, and there's a huge waterfall um, on the right side that I don't think they've named yet. I'm pretty sure it doesn't have a name yet because it keeps it kind of moves a little bit, like it changes its. Position, depending on the year, I named so, it Shifty. Yeah, Shifty
1: the waterfall.
5: Shifty, Shifty the waterfall. Shifty
1: shell shock. The adventures of Shifty shell shock. Yeah. This Alaskan waterfall—it's always on the move. Yeah, it's a—it's a comic book that I'm in development on.
5: Mm-hmm. So. It's a new TV show this fall.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah go ahead. Sorry.
5: So so uh, so we camped. We're camped on the side of this waterfall, and uh, there's this huge um, rock cliff that we had to climb up to get to our campsite. But when we got to the top of it. It was this really beautiful sandy beach. Like it was, it was really weird because there's no sand anywhere in around the glacier except for this one spot, and it was like really fine sand. Like it was, it was amazing. So we're camped there, and it, the sun barely went down. It was an awesome night, just unbelievable. Like I'm, I'm never gonna have an experience like that again. And
1: uh, unless you go back,
5: yeah, unless I go back with yeah, your
1: because then, you could have it as much as you want.
5: Yeah, yeah. A few moves there. <laughs> so, so the next morning we got up and we we hiked uh, down to our kayaks and then kayaked back and um, went along. I mean, we just kept filming the whole time. And when I got back home, I got a, a message from uh, about five days later. I got an email from the producer and the co-director on the film and uh, and all the head the 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 um, line in the email said we could have died and that was all it said and then there was a photo of our campsite and this river this waterfall that was right beside our campsite. Shifty shell uh, shock the waterfall Yeah, exactly <laughs> <laughs> it, uh in in the middle of the night five days after we camped there uh, an ice dam um, farther up the glacier had broke and in the middle of the night that, that waterfall had grown and it had um, completely absorbed the whole beach area that we were camped in and it was, com- uh, the whole thing was a waterfall now wow. in the middle so, of the night. So the happened. a idea he- wouldn't
1: work. Yeah. So, so actually your statement of, you're never going to have that experience again, completely accurate. Completely Absolutely accurate. true. Yeah. He yeah, was
5: not lying. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so in the middle of the night, and it just, it just blew out that area. There was flooding and around Hollow Lake and everything. It was, it was pretty insane, but wow. I, I began thinking back on all of the times that they said, you know, this is very dangerous and realizing, oh, man, it probably was way more dangerous than I was <laughs> thinking it was. Wow. wow.
2: So you almost died. Well, could not, have died. not really. Yeah, not, well. well, this trip had been five days later. <laughs> I mean, that
1: would be like I went on Space Mountain. Five days later, somebody got decapitated. I could have died. Right. Right. Exactly. Right? Yeah. You
2: kind of could have.
1: Yeah, you could have. I mean, if you hung out there, you're like, I really like this spot. I want to stay. I don't want to leave. Yeah, you could die. Yeah. W- when is the film
3: going to come out?
5: Well, we've we've submitted it to a bunch of festivals. Um, Already, the, the Banff Film Festival is the one that we're we're aiming for, and that's in I believe it's in October, November. Um, the trailer's online for the the film. It's only about a ten minute film, um, and it's about the um, the guy that I went with, Alan Gordon. He's a phenomenal ice climber, but he wanted to kind of document how much these glaciers are receding, um, and how rapidly they're they're disappearing too. So. It was cool. cool. It was wow, cooler than great. my
2: summer. What, what did I think about it? What
1: did you do? Well, it was, he was in Alaska. Of course it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. He was climbing on ice. That's, that's cool.
2: That is a horrible joke. What?
4: Horrible. Oh,
1: yeah, because we've been full of just A-list material this whole podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Um, all right. That's a, that's, that's a good story. I think your, your experience trumps any of the other ones we just mm-hmm. read. Yep. Absolutely. Well done. Well done. Awesome. Some kid
4: got thrown
5: up on our birthday.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Someone was better than
5: hers. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks for talking to us. Yeah, thank you. Okay. All right. Bye. See ya. See ya. Bye. See ya.
1: All right. That'll do it for your feedback. Now it's time for this week's...
8: Editorial
4: question of the week. Hey.
1: So, uh, earlier in the podcast, in the game, where Jeremy won some meat, mm-hmm. that game, mm-hmm. uh, Jesse brought us a lot of real and fake fall television shows. It got us thinking about fall television shows. So Jesse had an idea for a question of the week.
3: Yeah. If you could create your own ideal fall television show that plays off some of the cliches, what would it be? I had so much fun coming up with the likes of The Sculptor, The Ghost and Sergeant Buchanan, and Pepper Jones, that I wanted to extend the opportunity to our listeners. But
1: was it Pepper
0: Jones? Pepper oh, Jordan. Pepper, jo- Pepper Jordan. My <laughs> Pop- <Yeah>.
3: apologies. <laughs> Come on.
0: Pepper Jones clearly sounds fake, We've, we've, we've bought into Pepper Jordan. Yeah. Don't change it on us now. Yeah.
3: So- <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I, it was fun because it, it's it's it does, it's not that hard to be – Completely ridiculous, but also not implausible for a network TV show. As long as you play with a couple stereotypes. One is cops. Two is ghost or the supernatural. Three is murder. Or, or four is is a magazine editor. <laughs> <laughs> Involve one of those, and and the show isn't completely implausible.
1: It's true. It's f- fooled Maya. So uh, we want you to go over to relevantmagazine.com, go to the podcast episode page, and right there in the comments, uh, post your ideas for the ideal fall television show. The big idea that the networks have not thought of yet. Mm -hmm. Uh, we'll, We'll read our favorites on the podcast next week. And if you want to call in and pitch us your idea... Or do the pitch like you would to the network executives because that's that's how we're going to view this.
0: And if you have any ideas for the casting of any of those primary roles, we'd love to hear that as well. Yours
3: involves Wayne Brady as well, (laughs) or James Vanderbeek. (laughs)
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah. no, that clearly
0: (laughs) is impossible. Clearly, clearly,
1: Um, you know, yeah. So if you want to be on the on the show, you can uh, let us know your Skype name, and we'll try and hook that up too. On that note, we'll wrap it up. Many thanks to Ziv for talking to us. You can check out her latest album, Ghostbird, at zav.com or wherever fine music is sold. And don't forget, you can read more about her in the September issue of Relevant, which is shipping now. And thanks to Jeremy and Jordan for calling in. We wouldn't involve more listeners in the future, so that was fun. And then oh, we'll wrap it. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Maya Strang. I'm Josh Luan Lovelace.
2: I'm Jesse Carey.
1: That's Chad Michael Snavely. We'll see you next week.
3: Thanks for listening to The Relevant Podcast. For more, go to relevantmagazine.com.
4: Get your coat, honey. We're out of here.